0: You're listening to The Pete and Sebastian Show on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. This is The Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli
1: and Sebastian Maniscalco. Pete! Biscuit! It's Jimmy from Boston. Listen. The big takeaway from last show wasn't that Biscuit wore Justin Timberlake's shoes for his Showtime special. It's the fact that Timberlake also wears a size 9 shoe. Well, let's forget about Biscuit's squirrel feet because the guy thought he could pull off the double denim look. Like he works the door at a 1980s gay nightclub. Listen, Biscuit, next time you're on a flight, keep your clothes on. Nobody wants to accidentally look over and see your little goose dick. You know what I'm talking about? Then And as it was, then again it will be. Though the course may change sometimes, rivers always reach the sea.
0: Each at a way on the wings, maybe
1: down in the earth, and pray. Kind of make me feel some time. But as a eagle leaves the nest, got so far to go.
0: Pete and Sebastian show were back. <laughs> I don't know what to expect. This is, uh, What's up, bro? How you doing?
2: For those of the listeners that don't know, um, Pete and I have been consistent with the with the show in the last, I'd say, five weeks. And I think, in part, due to the fact that we have a set time now that we do this.
0: Seemingly, man. It always seems to land at this time.
2: Yeah. 7 o'clock on Wednesday, uh, 10 o'clock Eastern. And, um... It's working out pretty good. What do you want, a cookie? There is a bit of an elephant in the room. There's a what?
0: There's a bit of an elephant in the room.
2: Oh, well, I want to bring that up on the cast.
0: I, I don't know. We're talking about the same thing. What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> I'm assuming you're referring to the text on tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. I on... told Jackie I... this was gonna be a way
0: bigger fucking thing than she, than she thought it would be.
2: <laughs> oh well, I, I did that on purpose. So we uh-huh. could save it for the cast, especially after the discussion we had last week in regards to the lot dropping two fifty.
0: <laughs> I said to you when you brought that up that I was about to ask you for tickets. I don't know, maybe you thought I was joking, but well, I'm no,
2: serious. No, well, let, let, now let's get into it. Uh, yeah, I thought we, it's a good topic for. D- it's a good topic for discussion either it's way. It's
1: the Sicilian in you. <laughs> <laughs> It's the principal, Lana! (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, anyway. Fucking sent you a novel.
2: (laughs) Listen to this text. No, listen. um, Just to fill the listeners in, we had a discussion last week in regards to comp tickets and and how that all works, and and Pete had said that he was going to ask me for tickets. Well, I said, yeah, of course, you know, I'll get you tickets. Now, I was thinking... That it was for, like, Pete and his wife, or maybe his father and his mother, right? So the text is looking for tickets to to the show. Dear for, friends. For friends.
0: No, 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 no. Dear friends. Dear. I put in what, what the a hell's mammal a dear in front friend? of that. What? What the hell's a dear friend? Well, I didn't know, that. I didn't know, the, 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 all right, I, I did not know it was, see, this is the Sicilian in you, this is the Sicilian in you, the offer only stands for blood, I should have just said it was my sister, you would have had no idea, you never met my sister before, it would have been that, yeah, that's what it is, it's my sister, it's my sister, and no. my brother. <laughs>
2: listen, they might listen to the cast, so let's drop it. No, it's, I'm giving you the tickets, I'm just saying after the discussion we had about Watt paying for you to come see him do the show and granted it was no skin off his teeth, he don't look at it that way literally the next day I get a text from you going, hey man you think you could give me tickets to the dear friend, you know what I think it was I think it was dear friends, I don't refer to any of my friends as dear, well you never tried to get tickets from you before <laughs> <laughs>
0: By the way, you're a little mistaken. I did not call you later that night or the next day to answer those tickets because that was that was what I was going to do <laughs> until you did the what comment. So I waited five days. I let it sit to the point uh. where Jackie like, said, "You ask about those tickets? yet? It's gotta shit." It's got (laughs) to sit! We're way too honest on this cast. We're way too
2: honest. Yeah, that's just the beauty of it, though. But
0: the thing is, I... Lou, we're not going to listen to it right now, but Lou's going to do a playback on the tape. We're going to go back to the videotape, as Warner Wolf used to say. Because I said, in the moment, I'm just about to ask you for tickets, man.
2: (laughs) You get a certain amount of tickets as comps, but if you're selling out... You could essentially take your comp tickets and sell those tickets too. Got me?
0: Okay. I do, but I'm I'm about to ask you for some tickets.
2: (laughs) Listen. Uh, No, uh, no. There's certain people you just give tickets to, and close friends, family, it's no sweat. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. I
0: guess you just (laughs) thought it was a good joke. (laughs) Well, here's a better joke. I really need (laughs) them. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, your whole life is changing. I I hate to change the subject, but this is a funny exchange I have to bring up with regard to where you're at and the success now. Now, I don't know. I'll just say a quick version and then lead to you. I remember when Billy Gardell got Mike and Molly pretty quickly. I got that text. Uh, with his new phone number, because he had to change the old phone number. And that's like, I remember saying to Jackie, that's like the ultimate, that's when you know, that's when you know. (laughs) You know? (laughs) So I recently get a text. By the way, I get it. I'm alone in my little hovel here in Oyster Bay, (laughs) uh, with me and my lawyer already working on the eviction. And uh, <laughs> I get about a 146. I finally roll over in my $100 IKEA bed. Did I tell you that I bought the bed off the showroom floor for $100? Uh,
2: you took the showpiece?
0: Oh, God. The guy said you can have it, but I won't even help you. Part of the rules if you take it. The reason it's so cheap is because we don't even, <laughs> I can't believe I can <laughs> tell you, so we don't even help you take it, take it, take it apart or anything. So, like, I have to take it. He goes, all we do is once you have it apart, we'll bring over the cart and we'll wheel down the service elevator. So, like, so I'm like, I like i got to take it apart myself in the fucking <laughs> showroom. I go, do you even have the special Allen wrench that the fucking thing uses? And he goes, yeah, we got the, we got the IKEA Allen wrench. So, he gives me the Allen wrench and I'm telling Jackie, <clears throat> I think I can do a quick takedown. without too many people. Now here's, by the way, this is the worst part. As the guy's going to get me the Allen wrench, I look over at Jackie. (laughs) I go look at the bed. There's a mother and a father and two two kids on the bed, seeing if they might want to buy it. And I go number 1 it's sold lady get off my fucking bed. And
1: Number 2 I go
0: Jackie how many people did that before we bought it man there's a reason 100 and because she was leaving, she was leaving town she wasn't about to lay on it but I needed something for my stay here and I didn't want anything long term because you know I didn't know how the show was going to play out if it was a bomb I don't want to be stuck with a 500 dollar bobs fucking king king size california bed. <laughs> Yeah. So, but luckily the guy came over and he was real cool. I tipped him like 10 bucks just to put the whole fucking bed. Sorry, I keep dropping F-bombs. Onto a big cart. And then he brought it down the service elevator. And then way, way in the back, very few people saw me. I took it all apart while Sadie and Jackie waited out in the lobby of Ikea. Luckily, they have a little area for the kids to play while daddy takes his bed apart.
1: Wait wait,
2: a (laughs) minute. Oh, shit. My recorder fell over. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They, Take it in, bro. Take they, it in. <laughs> they took the whole bed as one piece and brought it in the back for you to disassemble? Or did you do this on the showroom floor?
0: Uh I was supposed to do it on the showroom floor. Hold on, oh, I'm trying to God. Yeah, it's a. T- it's one of these like it's wood slats with a really thin mattress, and it's you know, no more than about a foot and a half off the ground. And uh the, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was going for, I don't know, I don't know if I had to guess, maybe $799 max with the bed and mattress total. But this was the showroom piece. It was going for a hunch total. And as I said, you have to take it apart. And when I looked under it, there was one, like, slat hanging down. I'm like, it doesn't even look like a problem, Jack. We were on it, and it was fine.
2: <laughs> oh, <God>. so. <laughs> so you not only have to disassemble the bed, but then again, on the other end, have to assemble it.
0: Oh, God bless the wife, man. She reassembled it and sent the text photo while I'm in the writer's room. That's the ironic thing, making good money writing for a network TV show and your wife is sending you a text photo of your $100 bed all put that's... together.
2: <laughs> oh, right that's what I was going to say. Power. I was going to say, if someone walked by the back door of uh, Ikea and, and said, hold on, is that, is that Pete, the comedian, breaking down a bed? <laughs> I know. And by the way, we had a good run, man. Three out
0: of the four Gotham shows sold out, and the fourth almost sold out. I thank you all for coming. So many podcasts, fucking listeners. You guys rock. It was awesome. Nice. Now, nice. Yeah, I that, saw some
2: photos. Saw some photos yeah. up on Twitter. Fans coming out to see. See you at Gotham taking photos. Well, I got to ask you this. In, in, in and yeah. in a lot of your photos, yeah. you look like someone just slapped the shit out of you. Is there a reason that you can't pose for a photo correctly?
0: You know, I'm trying I I'm trying to do this Dean Martin thing with the eyes. <laughs> I, tell you,
1: I put it, yeah,
0: like yeah, the eyes are looking down at you a little. I mean, I do. I do look like, you know, did, was someone holding him up while he
2: performed? <laughs> yeah, you look like Weekend at burns
0: I'm dying after I'm done performing. I-, I don't even mean to get hopped up. I get so hopped up where as soon as I get into my material, I'm up there two minutes, I get into it, I'm having a good time. I'm like Springsteen, man. I leave it all on the table. <laughs> no, I don't know. But uh, I blame a little bit, bro. You have to admit, we've we've been down this path before. I blame a little bit on the uh, the inefficiency of the people with the cameras, man. Oh, yeah. I, it's really, it's out of control. Yeah, no
2: one knows to hold it, the flash, oh, the whole thing. It's terrible.
0: Now I'm getting this one. You ever get this one? You seem like you're staying there forever, and then the guy finally hands it back and goes, I took six.
1: Well, y- 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 go. <laughs>
0: I, you, I, you know what it was? Let's go. But uh anyway, getting back to I brought all this up. So it's about 1.45 AM. Just got to sleep on my hundred hour IKEA special. And I get a text. And this is all the text says, uh, this is my new number. Don't give it to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's it. Now how would I know whose number that is if the person isn't telling me who it was? Had a pretty good idea whose number it was. <laughs> <laughs> so the next morning I text, by the way, I did have that moment when I read it, I'm like, yeah, another level for the big guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yo know, listen, it's been a, a series of things over the course of, you know, I don't know, how long have you had your phone number?
0: Oh, man, it's a long, long time, man, like, oh, man, longer than I can ever, for, long
1: time
2: is, is, is this your when you first got a cell phone number is this that number I would think so yeah I changed my number 2012 uh, I changed it and that was just because I was getting a lot of uh, telemarketing calls and then uh I was also, you know, just a lot of people had my number from over the years that I just didn't want. I just said when I, I feel like a number just kind of gets overused after time, you know what I'm saying? Cause
0: I, but you, you, you're saying? You're saying three very different things. I think the middle one is the real one you're trying to like hide it a little. Because you go, telemarketers,
2: a lot of people have my number and don't want it to happen.
0: I get tired of the same number.
2: Well, there's a lot, lot that goes into it. Main main reason was there was just a lot of people that, you know, were contacting me that I didn't know who they were.
0: Well, what I do is, well, yeah, I mean, that's going to happen more and more with you. That's why you got to be cool with your number. I get back to that. But when I get a new phone and I transfer my numbers, uh, I'll usually go through them. And you ever do this way, you uh, you start to cut like. And there's people that like they're still in your life but you just make a decision like nah, i don't need your number <laughs> and, it, and how much space is it taking up but i still take it out like if i die tomorrow i don't want you to find out you were in my phone <laughs> yeah,
2: like, I, I don't want to give
0: you that i don't want to give you that
2: i want to die with nine people in in the phone book wouldn't that be great? I
0: don't know if this still exists, but I once saw, like, Larry David had, um, I don't know, like three million Twitter followers, and he was following one. And I didn't even, ch- I didn't even check. It was probably himself. <laughs> you know, man? Uh,
2: I don't know, you know, with the phone number. I feel like, you know, it's kind of like a mattress, you know? Sometimes you got to swap it out.
0: Yeah, but well, aren't you worried there's going to be somebody that matters to you that can't get a hold of you?
2: No. I mean, the people that I know, I have given the number to.
0: Yeah, that's such a tough, tough call. That's taking my thing about making cuts when you, add the num- when you go to a new phone. You're taking that to a whole new level. I mean, you get a new number, you're going to run into people that didn't make the cut. I know. And they're going to go, I don't have your new number, and you're going to go, for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> what are and you going to say? What are you going to say to them?
2: Here's the response. Oh, I don't do the phone anymore. I just do all my communication through email.
0: <sighs> well, yeah. well, and then they go, they go oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you think that you're out that easy? So then they go, well, I mean, you have a cell phone, right?
2: Yeah, but there's no mm-hmm. number attached to it. Nobody's
0: gonna. Nobody's gonna buy that. You're gonna have to be more honest. All
2: right.
0: I mean, look. Well, here's where uh, I come from. Listen. Okay. Let
2: me. Let me. I'm gonna flip it around. You're talk. You're talking to somebody. Uh huh. And they go. And you don't want to give your phone number to this person. Right. And they go, "Pete, can I get your number? What do you say?" Man, very few people ever ask that, but
0: uh, I give. I give it. I give it. I feel terrible.
2: No, uh, I, I go I go. The best way to get in contact with me is through email.
0: No, that's a, that's a great idea. I should start doing that because then, what happens is I get texts from yeah. people that I don't know if they think we're closer than we are, and they don't say who they are, and and then you ever do that thing. I mean, I don't know how to be any polite about it. I just text back, who who are you? Yeah, it's like what I that's what I did with you.
2: <laughs> well who's this? But here's the deal. So you say, don't give it to anybody, right? The phone number should come from the owner of the number.
0: I, you know what, all I ask, I would give anything, anything in my, I'd, I'd literally give my left pinky to be on vacation with my family in Italy, meet the Pope, find out he's a fan of you, he only has two minutes to say hello, and can I give him your number, and I can go, no, father, he only does email. No,
2: no, this, this, is what you tell, this is what you tell the Pope. You're like, yeah, let me dial him up on my phone. i give you the phone. You can say hello.
0: <laughs> All right, man. All right, that's the best case scenario. If I ever run into Justin Timberlake, and he wants to ask you if the shoes are comfortable, I go, I go Big J, Big J, best I could do, I'll put him on FaceTime, and I'll hold the phone up.
2: Yeah, you know, listen, obviously, I'm, I'm not taking it to that extent. It's just for the we'll sake of fight. what we're talking about. But yeah. to talk more about the phone number, you do sound like an ass if you don't give out your number. It's like not shaking someone's hand, right?
0: Yeah, but, I mean, really, the ass is the person with the audacity to come out and ask for it. That's That's never... I like... I mean, I still have people ask me for a card... Because yeah. I mean, obviously I don't have one because it's I'm, it's not nineteen seventy two. But uh it gives me the leeway to say, shoot me an email, just go to my website, which is what I do. But if you ask for my number and I go go to my website, whoa, that's like take it to the back door guy and <laughs> wait till the lights are out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. So yeah, the new number's out and you got it. And I have to I have to, what, we're in 19 and a half minutes into this. And I'm sorry I even waited this long, but uh, I'm broadcasting from the new house.
1: I I thought you did that last show. No. Oh,
2: wow. Wow. (laughs) Holy shit, Luke, can we get a drum roll, some muskets,
1: something? (laughs)
2: Well, oh, the last show, I did it from Toronto, from a hotel room, although I was in the house. I was just out of the house traveling, but today is the first day I'm broadcasting in over a year from the home, and I gotta tell you,
0: well worth the wait. Wow, I can't imagine. Is it like more like a spaceship and less like a house?
2: Um, I got to tell you, it's it's very well designed, but it feels very, very comfortable and homey. I mean, it's not ready for... I mean, if you were living here, I wouldn't have you over just yet because it's still in a little bit of disarray. We're still getting some final touches uh, done to it still got some yeah. stuff in boxes what have yeah. you but uh, yeah, sure, sure, we are sure. uh, I'm in I'm in my bedroom I'm uh, I'm, I'm I'm just uh, the kitchen's not uh, the kitchen's ready but it's not we're still we're still doing it I would have been doing it from the kitchen but I'm up in the bedroom TVs are up uh, and uh, I feel like I I'm back yeah you're in your home man you're in your
1: home <laughs>
0: No, that's just, whether it's, I mean, whether it's a log cabin, a trailer park, or a castle, man, it's where your stuff is at your home. Yeah,
2: yeah, so we're we're ecstatic. And uh, I have the week off. We're unpacking. Lana and I are in the kitchen. And I don't know, in your relationship, if you were to unpack, who's more likely to say, no, 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 no. Keep that. I I normally use that. Who's the Who's the hoarder, uh, if you will?
0: Oh my God! I may as well not even know English when it comes to unpacking. All <laughs> I am is physical labor. That's it. <laughs> that is it, man. One or two grunts. One or two grunts. What are you kidding you me? You have no you think I'm gonna
2: look say at so. And say,
1: and- yeah, none.
2: So like you unpack it and like a spatula comes out, you don't go no 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 that's my that's my uh, spatula I know you don't cook but or uh maybe a toothbrush you oh no don't throw that out uh, I still use that there's none of that a toothbrush what do you oh uh, whatever I mean what uh shoes
0: uh, my Shh, I can't my sixteenth wedding anniversary is Friday i i don't buy the toothbrushes or any of that stuff. All right, I have an office. I have a, uh, what was my office? So, so if, if there's maybe a little, she'll go put it in your office. And the office was a room, and then there's that big closet I, where, my, where I pod do the show from when I'm home. Gosh, I miss it. Uh, and more and more now, the office she's taking that over, making that nice, and now I'm just relegated to this tiny little closet. So if there's anything I want or keep, She's like, if it can fit in there. But other than that, man, no, I have, I mean, my opinion, yeah, maybe like, do you like this clock or that one? But to say, toss that, I should have, I should have laid that down way early. Is that where you're at, bro? You're like making those decisions, what stays and what goes?
2: Well, yeah, as we're unpacking together, especially in the kitchen, there's some items that come out of a box and Lana's like, "Eh, I wanna get rid of that. I'm like, no, 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 I, I use that for X, Y, and Z. Or I'll be unpacking and I'm putting shoes back and she's like, no, 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 throw those out. Those are done. They look like, you know, like I'm still hanging on this stuff. And she's like clearing that stuff out of here.
0: Yeah, yeah. But she has, she's basically at the end of the day, she seems to be calling the shots about what should stay, what should go. You're trying to fight the fight, but are you winning?
2: Uh, not really, but I'm not putting up that big of a fight. I think in 16 years I'll I'll be where you're at, just grunting and, and lifting boxes. But uh, I'm trying to well, hang on to stuff, man.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, haven't we learned anything? Last week you almost had a panic attack and opened up the plane door because you weren't <laughs> in what she told you to be in. She knows what you're going to wear, what you're not going to wear. She knows know, you better than you know. know yourself. What are you
2: fighting I know. I don't know. I don't know why I'm fighting it, but... Uh, I mean, we've been back here a week, and uh, last night I had a confrontation uh, outside my house. Um, I was coming back in from just throwing out some garbage, and uh, I got in a stare down with two raccoons.
0: Really? Right on the out,
2: property? Right outside on my driveway. And uh it was one of those things I didn't know what to do. You know you know, you hear if you come across a bear, don't run. You ever hear that? Oh yeah. Okay, so what do you do with a raccoon? What would you do? Would you would you run? Is this something that makes you concerned I, or
0: I enjoy a raccoon, I like. I like seeing them, so I would like enjoy to look at them. If one's under my porch, that disgusts me. I don't want them under my porch. So I hear you, but like if they're in like my backyard, on my property, I like to watch them. But they're, uh-huh. they're a tricky, they're a tricky animal, man. They are unpredictable. They scare me. They're. I just feel like they're just one big ball of every disease.
2: Yeah, that's what I felt. And they were staring me down because what I felt like was, you know, we've been gone over a year and some odd months, so I felt that they've kind of taken up, I felt like they're squatting in my on my property. And yeah, he yeah. was almost looking at you like, hey, gay, we live here. Yeah, like, don't
1: you get the feeling when you look at a raccoon that they're as smart as us?
0: <laughs> Like, like, I, right. He's like, he's looking, like, I feel like he, with the little fingers and the way. Yeah. Like, he's looking at you. Like, what are you doing here, man?
2: Yeah. So you I think didn't
0: that know. Pre- you think that pregnant lady was the only one squatting here for the past two?
2: It's back to the last <laughs> show, folks. <laughs> oh, God. So they're staring me down. And. I'm locked outside my house. I can't get the door open. So I had a I had to hop the fence to get away from the raccoon because they weren't leaving. They were literally staring me down, the two of them. And they were looking at each other and then would, they would look back at me and I'm like, "Whoa. Whoa. What's going on here?" And uh I had to look up to see if raccoons attack humans. The only reason they would ever attack you if they have rabies. So, you know, I can't tell if they got rabies or not, but uh, we went to they go get to some, some raccoon. Down. We we went to go get some raccoon traps. So, Friday, I had this problem a couple years ago as we well know with the possums. Friday, I, I uh, I'm getting delivered two raccoon traps. I'm taking this um, and I'm running with it. Last time I hired somebody, this time I ordered on Amazon two raccoon traps, and oddly enough, you know what the, uh, raccoons like to eat? What? Marshmallows. So...
0: Oh, yeah, the Amish guy told me to do that when I was trying to get the skunk out, too. That's interesting.
2: Is there, a, like, a universal food that these, like, rodents love? I, well,
0: I mean, I hate to be crass, but to change the subject—not really, but kind of. Why every time you see an animal on your property, you got to go Nazi? Oh,
2: do you think I want to be sitting outside in the backyard with Lana, having a little wine and cheese on our new table out there, and then get stared down by a raccoon? What the no, fuck listen, is
0: wrong? With you? They, no, 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 no. Listen, they—they they tend to. Get scared. Look, you guys kind of ran into each other. He didn't, they didn't know you were gonna be there. You didn't know they were gonna be there. You shouldn't have hopped the fence because now they're, they've got the alpha thing going on. But <laughs> they're, they're, not, they're not gonna come strolling by you uh, while you're eating with Lana. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's wildlife, man. Does it feel good to have a little of that and let you remind you that you're not in the big, big apple? All the urban this, you got a coon here and there or a squirrel? I mean. Why you, I mean, you just a knee-jerk reaction is always to go get a cage, man. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: I'm just being honest. No, I, I get Do you it. Don't think
0: it's a little knee-jerk? A little knee-jerk?
2: No, it wouldn't be. I mean, you've been over to my place. I don't have much yeah. of a backyard, so this is not like we're in Fredonia in the backyard. You could go, shoo, shoo, and he runs away. This thing, if he's in the backyard, it's a confrontation, and we might get into something, so... Uh, you know, I-
0: but, but, but they don't know your home. I mean, there is this... It, it's like, you know, when you, when they say, oh, that's just the house settling when you hear a creak at night. I really believe there's something behind that. This is a brand new house, and the property's not done, and when it's all done, I mean, everything from the house needing to settle and you and Lana needing to settle into it, all the little wildlife around it has been upheaved a little, and, and everyone needs to resettle down. If you just need your you can go get this cage... You're just going to have this barren fortress, and birds won't even fly by, man. Shit. Uh,
1: I,
2: I, birds, that's wildlife to me. A bird, a butterfly, a bee. But... but, but. <laughs> <laughs> A bee. But, but when you... When you got two raccoons staring you down in your backyard, when you're trying to enjoy a nice piece of brie on a cracker, I'm sorry. That's uncomfortable.
0: Well, I, well, That didn't happen yet. Your home isn't even done. You came out for the first night living there. The coons looking at... I mean, for all you know, they're back in their coon den going, the guy's back. We got to regroup, man. I mean, I already heard talk of the cage. <laughs> yeah. So, I,
2: no, so I did, think he went back to the den and said... Let's let's multiply. Let's get a few more guys out there tomorrow because uh you know, he moved into our house. I think they might come back four or five deep.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. I doubt the whole family went out for dinner. There's probably like seven of them back home watching fucking TV waiting.
2: <laughs> Listen,
0: did you already order the cages?
2: Yeah, they're coming Friday. I got the marshmallows, I got I got the bait. Oh, man. And now I don't know what I'm gonna do though when I catch this thing in the cage because I couldn't let the possums out in fear that they were gonna attack me. So hear me out here. What do I do? Do I take the? Ca- I mean, do I take the cage and and drop it off a couple blocks away?
0: Well, I remember the last well, time you were gonna give the Mexican workers across the street twenty bucks if they yeah, came and took it away. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I, I don't why, know. Why, I, the la, the last time I had my buddy John come over, and he got rid of it. Uh, why I just are, can't? Why problem.
0: didn't you just hire people that get raccoons gone? Why are you? Why are you ordering your own cages again, man? The Sicilian will always live in you, man. Why, I know. Why are I you? Know,
2: I know. It's it's. It, you know what? Because the guy charges. I'm trying to save a little money here. The guy why? charges a hundred. Why? Hundred fifty bucks to come out. Seventy five dollars per per uh, removal. And uh, this way, I figure. I'll take, the, you know, you know how, like, sometimes you want to build a porch, you don't want to call the guy, or you want to fix something? Same thing yeah. here. I want to feel like, I want to take care of this. As the man of the house, I feel like I should have a duty to get rid of these these raccoons.
0: Well, I mean, this is a dangerous thing. Why don't you just put your tree up and, and not fluff it this year and decorate it yourself? <laughs> and that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of a manly thing to do. And as nah, far as the that. coons go... I mean, if you didn't, if you weren't taking a possum out of the cage, bro, you, there's no way you're gonna take a raccoon out. That's re- I wouldn't. No yeah. way. Do you ever see the teeth?
2: Shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I don't know. I I got the traps coming. You're gonna though.
0: have to call the guy. My point is, you're gonna have to call some somebody to come take these things away, anyway.
2: Yeah. Well. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe I won't catch anything, but I'm gonna have the trap set just in case. So that's coming Friday. Um and I got my marshmallows. I'm ready to go.
0: I came across a bear, by the way. Uh hiking once with Jackie. Literally six feet in front of me, bro. What? Yeah, man. I did and I was proud of myself because we did the whole technique. It was uh Oh, look, full disclosure, we were in Colorado, and it was uh, only about, we are going on a like big, long, eight, nine-mile hike, but it was about a half a mile into the hike, so you're still kind of close to the campsite, so it was a little black bear, maybe about 275 pound-wise, but it was lingering around because of uh, the campsite, so it wasn't like we were way, way 30 miles in and came across a grizzly. This is, yeah. You know, but but nevertheless it was right in front of me and I'm hiking and I'm in front and Jackie's behind me and I come across and it's not looking at me and it's in front of me and I stop and Jackie stops and I look back at her and we do the slow back away don't take your eyes off it and it's uh-huh. looking at us and it's happy that we're backing away backing away and then we turn and we walk away and then we wait about 15 minutes and I'm like it was so exhilarating. I'm like,
1: oh, my God,
0: it was unbelievable. And we're like, and then I'm like, what do you want to do today now? And she's like, well, let's go hike. And I'm like, dude, what are you even talking about? There's a fucking bear out there. And she's like, well, you know there are a bear out there, Pete. I'm sure it's not still standing there right on the trail. And I thought that was bizarre. But then we went back out there, and it was so ridiculous, bro. I was such an amateur because for the next two miles, Three miles. Anytime I pass anywhere, I'm like, yeah,
2: we saw a bear back there. Be careful. Keep your heads up. Keep your heads up. Oh, Fuck it.
0: I was that man. guy. I was that guy. <laughs>
2: now, there's a, it was a black bear. Was it yeah. walking on all fours, or did you see this thing stand up?
0: No, it was on all fours, and it was sniffing. I, it, I think it was even eating a little plant in front of us. I mean, it was... uh Put it to this way, even the size of it, grizzly bears and stuff like that, you're supposed to play dead. But a black bear, if it attacks you, um, you're supposed to fight back. This bear, if it attacked me and my life was in the balance, I honestly, I I think I might win. It was not very big, bro.
2: Well, that's what my next question was. If the black bear attacked you, and you're saying this is 275 pounds, which is... Like, 250
0: uh, 250
2: to 275, yeah. Okay, if maybe, it's 270, maybe. close to yeah. JJ Watt type size, right? You're telling me you could take a 275 pound black bear? You could take you could beat the no, shit out I of can't.
0: it? No, 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 no. Now that you as soon as you said the size of JJ Watt, I, 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 I immediately was like, no, this bear was not as big as JJ Watt, so
2: I would say more like 225. Okay, so two twenty five. You could still take a two hundred and twenty five. I don't even know if you could take a two hundred twenty five pound man, let alone a bear. <laughs> no,
1: I
0: couldn't. Let alone a two hundred twenty five dog. I don't mean I'd kill the bear. I just think I would fight it off enough that it would leave. That's what I should have made clear. Uh, okay, because if you we, fight off a black bear, they will leave. If if they uh, I'm not making this. Okay,
2: shit how how much weight? Does a bear have to be in order for you to fend it off? I think 225, it could, it, it could kill you. I'm thinking you got a two, You could take a baby cub, like maybe yeah, but, but, 70 pounds.
0: But this thing, this thing, I don't know. I wish Jack was here for this conversation because she was there too. It's only got a mouth, man. If you could get your two hands under that neck and hold that shit down, it's got. I mean, I don't think the. <laughs> I don't think has claws got paws. He you slapped yeah, your hair off. But I no, this ain't no grizz. <laughs> you don't do you know your best? A grizzly could do all that. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I didn't feel physically threatened, so maybe maybe uh, maybe I'm wrong about the size. And I'll get verification on that, man. Yeah, you gotta verification get
2: verification, on, verification that. on that. Tomorrow, after the game, I, Jackie Moon, will wrestle a bear. So I'm over at Gotham this weekend,
1: uh, awesome, I mean awesome shows, thank you to everybody who came out, thank you to the Mazzilli brothers, I mean do these guys know how to treat comedians or what? Uh, totally, it's incredible what goes out over there at Gotham, totally. Uh, anyway, so I'm about to get into my Amish roof a bit, and I order up a bit, oh, by the way, I'm downstairs in between shows, and these two guys come up to me, I'm about to tell them to take a hike. They go on to tell me they're the two guys behind the impression of us on the show. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hello, <laughs> two nicest guys, by the way. I mean, do we got the best fans or what? Ah, uh, totally, totally. Anyway, so like I was saying, I was about to get into my Amish roofer bit, and I order up a blue moon ski on stage. And let me get this straight here: Are you telling me you're ordering a beer while you're doing your act? Yeah, Guy, okay. what else am I supposed to do? No, 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 it's no. fine, it's fine. While you're at it, you might as well throw in
0: an order of chicken fingers, maybe some popcorn shrimp.
1: Maybe I will, Guy, maybe I will.
0: What about that text again, eh? To go back to the big what there with the uh, Timberlake. Hate to go back to the shoes on you, but, uh. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't really get verification on that text. Um, Watts text Timberlake to get a confirmation on on the shoes, and Timberlake responded with a, uh, they're either the shoes or a knockoff. And we
0: know they're not a knockoff,
2: bro, so we got a ransom. I mean, (laughs) if this was a pawn shop,
0: I'd be like, you owe me top dollar for the shoes. (laughs) And then then he went on, can I say that? Then he went on to say... uh, Timberlake went on to say, but again, I didn't design them, I just, something, uh, Tom Ford is the real genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, I'm so glad watch just photo that, because if I was on the three-way with that, I'd be like, well, uh, my <laughs> name's Pete Correale, and somebody tell Tom, there's no genius involved in the shoe design <laughs> whatsoever from where I'm fucking standing, all right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I look oh. at those
0: shoes, and I just think, Sebastian, you're up.
1: Come on, we only need one strike and we're tied (laughs) Pick it up, pick it up We're in the 10th frame Wait for the green ball, that's your good ball Wait for it to spin up the green ball, that's been good to you
2: (laughs) Oh god
0: Oh, great, great special, though, as we all sit By the way, man, Jimmy from Boston's lying about your shirt. I mean, I'm in a room with professional writers every day. And it, and it was as good as the lines I've ever heard. He's describing your shirt. And he, I can't remember the first two. He goes, I couldn't decide if it was, if it reminded me of a blah, 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 or a blah, blah, blah. And the third one is, he goes, or
1: a highway. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah the highway got me
1: and then he calls it we go. going it's as if you didn't even know you were gonna be on tv <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh god is that good oh man there oh, we go oh man is that
1: good
0: i just made it just a shortened version of uh Italian take if you want to close it yeah. out with it or whenever you want to get well, into it. Well,
2: no, let me, let me, before we get into that, <laughs> Lana and I to. went to a, uh, a wedding over the weekend in Park City, Utah. Uh, nice, Lana's, nice. Lana's side of the family and... <sighs> did, um,
0: you, did you pine over how much to leave, bro? I got a wedding next week, I'm pining over that.
2: Well, well first of all, who's, who's wedding?
0: Lenny Marcus, dear friend. He's got another show on oh, right. Oh, yeah, did, he did, yeah, he, did. Yeah. he left. He left the show. He left the show. He was doing a show with Kevin Brennan, but he left it. But, yeah, Lenny's getting married. He was on an episode of Oz that everyone loved about bread. Good for that big fella. I love him.
2: Yeah, so you're close enough where you got an invite to that?
0: Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. We're very tight. I was borderline, uh, there, there, there might have been talk of wedding party. <laughs> Not wow. really. Yeah, we're, wow. We're very good friends. We're very good friends.
2: Um, so what do you, um, where is it at, number one? And number two, do you know what they're serving? What's going on?
0: It's going to be a nice wedding. It's out in New Jersey, and, uh, Jackie's going to be with me, and uh, it should be a good time, man. Everybody from SD runs the Comedy Cell there. I only know of the invites, like some of the invites Lenny, Lenny, uh, had given out, because he's got quite a few friends, and a lot of fun friends of mine. Robert Kelly... I'm really looking forward to seeing him there with his lovely wife Dawn. So I hope they're there. As I said, Esty, <clears throat> a couple of other comics, Colin Quinn will probably be there. I
2: think. So yeah. So don't you know don't know what you're gonna. You are going you do not know what the gift is. is that. Is that is that an item yeah. or is that cash?
0: What. Um, Well, I'm going to give
2: cash, yeah, of course. going to bring a fucking crock pot. Well, I don't know, you know, I think we've had this discussion before in regards to what do you give at a wedding. Um, And out here in California, you know, they do this whole, and I don't know if this is nationwide, but you have a year to get the person to gift. And uh, I think Lana took care of the gift. I don't exactly know what we got them, if we got them anything. Like sheets oh. or something, you know? I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of gifts, it's funny because we were in the writer's room today, and I came up with a bit where, remember when you, Lana, gave us uh, for Christmas last year that awesome espresso machine? Do you use that? Oh, my God. Jackie absolutely loves that thing, man like are you kidding me she's gotten the the pods over and over order them online we got them for when people come we got all different kinds i use it when i'm home i do i love it too but i don't use it as much as she does because it's uh
1: i like tar i like tar black yeah
0: but it is a beautiful machine man and i and i was writing a bit today where for uh I got the Christmas episode for the Kevin James show, so I'm having fun with that, man. Me and Bruce Helford and a couple of other guys in the room that are just great writers, and we're really having fun writing this episode. But its they told me today it's going to have my name on it for the first oh, script. Nice. Oh, so yeah. nice. Yeah, it's exciting, man. Perfect. But they told me, they came in, they said, well, Pete, your name's going to be on the script because you're in on it the whole time and doing it. So I looked over at Bruce Helford, TV legend who's created so many shows, and I go, uh, and I stand up from my seat, and I look at him and I go, I think we should switch seats, I believe.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we all, everybody laughed, you know. But, um, get, oh yeah, so the espresso thing, I go, uh, they talking about, we're talking about a gift given to the, the Gable family and this and that. And I go, I go well, you know, it's funny, man, Sebastian, I did a show with, you know, they sent us a espresso machine, it was such a generous gift and you know we all talk about re-gifting i go, how funny would it be i go because he sent it to us because we were talking about it on the podcast and stuff so i go what if like you didn't get that other person a gift back so you take the gift that they got you and we take it out of a box we put it in a different box we give that we
1: re-gift them their gift
0: <laughs> so we send the espresso thing back to them and go I got you the same thing because I knew we were talking. Going, I've never seen that on TV, to re-gift back to the gifter. I'm cutting edge, bro. I'm cutting edge.
2: Oh, yeah. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, taking the re-gift to another level, bro. So normally a re-gift is something that you do not want. So do you think if you re-gift something that you want, you just want to... Level the playing field between the two parties because you yeah, feel bad for taking the. Yeah, like I can't, I
0: can't g- financially afford an espresso machine. Yeah. You know, without without de- uh, <laughs> dent in the bank, so I, yeah.
1: I take your <laughs> espresso and send it right back to you. Oh, what a, we just exchanged the espresso machines. Oh, what a, that's a, we'll always talk about that every Christmas. <laughs>
2: So anyway,
0: ride. what's going on with this Park City wedding, man? Are you uh you don't know what you got for a gift, but where are we going with nah, this? I don't know where this I'm going be a nice with it. I,
2: just, I went to a wedding. I haven't been to a wedding in a while. And, uh, you know, it's always a little, you know, other side of the family. So, you know, my wife knows everybody. And I know people there, too. But, yeah. you know, it's like when you're on the other side, you know, hey, how you doing? Da, 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 da. And, uh and it was fun. We had a good time. It was great great to get away. I got to tell you, Park City, for those of you who haven't been, got to make a trip there. Uh, I went once before. This was about seven or eight years ago to the Sundance Film Festival when Lana and I first started uh, dating and, and did a little skiing there. Uh, but to go now, fall, you got the, uh, the, the leaves and uh, everybody's out biking, hiking, a lot of active outside activity. I uh, wouldn't mind moving there, to be honest with you. I want to get
0: into something else, if you don't mind me asking here, about the wedding. Yeah. Uh, now that you're, what, three, four years married? What are we talking, four? Three. How do you feel you and Lana represent yourself at a wedding on the dance floor? Are you are you happy with what you got? Because, look, I'll be honest, man. We always talk about playing tennis, and I think I'd beat you, and you'd think you'd beat me. I'd love to be at a wedding, me, you, Jackie, and Lana, because one thing we got after 16 years of marriage is we groove, bro, we groove. We know how to yeah. dance together.
2: That's one thing I would almost have to, uh, if, if Jackie and yourself were to battle Lana and I on the dance floor, I'd have to carry the both of us because Lana's lost, man. To be honest really? with you, yeah, really? we were talking about, <laughs> yeah, and it's family wide. It's it's something in the DNA on her side because watching her cousin dance, he got no rhythm either. So I turned to Lana and we're sitting down. I go, "What is this? Hereditary?" <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, nobody in their family knows what they're doing when it comes to the dance floor. I mean, no one from from Lana to her brother, her sister can't do shit on the dance floor. Her kids lost. The whole family looks like they've been electrocuted when they go on the dance floor.
0: I, I don't yeah, know but, what it is. Yeah, well, listen, I'll be honest. because I mean, I'm, I'm asking about a team because when I dance alone, I'm a nightmare. When you put me with my wife, from behind with the hair you would think i'm danny (laughs) Terrier. i'm not even kidding you man (laughs) i am not and for those of you might not know that's the guy that taught travolta how to dance for saturday night for you he's the he's the master the monk master all right now so we we like i'll literally like when we pull up chest to chest holding hands i'll look i'll say to her so no one else can hear but i'll go uh two more, two more. And then we come back one more and then split. Like like we're, oh, we we wow. we know our eyes eyes are on us. We do the arms behind our neck slide oh, off. Oh, man. That's is yeah. advanced, man. Grab at the fingers and then spin it back, bro. It's like grease.
2: Wow. When when he, when
0: he breaks up with Olivia and goes with the Puerto Rican chick?
2: Oh, Man. Yeah,
0: yeah so 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 I'm thinking the problem is if I had to dance with you, I would imagine just from the past stories of the cast, you're probably a selfish dancer.
2: No, no. Because when I'm dancing with men.
0: Do you know how to dance with a partner, bro? I mean, maybe Lana would have a different take on this.
2: Oh, I do, man. I I, I do. I bring her in close. I do a spin. She's the type, she does a spin, and somebody could get, like, knocked out. You know, like, I'll I'll do a spin. Well, you're supposed to
0: be controlling her, man.
2: Yeah, but she's uncontrollable, man. She's got this, like, it's such a fucked-up rhythm, I can't even <laughs> follow it. So I bring her close. When you're telling Jackie, two more, two more, I'm bringing Lana in and going, let's get off the dance floor.
0: <laughs> what well, you guys got it. You guys gotta work on this because I'd be I'll be honest, man, I was uh we all good, but I figured you guys would be good. This is wow. like surprising news to me.
2: No, Lana looks like she would be a fantastic dancer, but she gets out there and it's 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 downhill, man. We took it we took a dance class together. We tried figuring this out before our wedding. We went to take a dance class because we wanted to rip it on the dance floor and it was it was terrible. I'm not saying I'm Danny Terrio by any means, but I could hold a beat and really kind of get down, especially yeah. solo. Forget yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. But
0: no, uh, so that's what I'm saying. See, there you go. You, even your words, you can't help but admit it. You're a selfish dancer. You're already admitting Lana's holding you back,
2: She's holding me back because she's she's literally looks like she's got some type of uh, a muscular problem. <laughs> well, you know, you can disguise this
0: with, you got to do one of these moves where Lana, I'm going to spin you away, and then you just backwards, just keep going around in a circle backwards, waving your hands around me while I, you know. yeah. She yeah. give the Maniscalco yeah. family a good name on the dance floor, <laughs> shit. Right? Well, it
2: sounds like you and Jackie, when you dance, you look like you're probably having a good time, but you also have a sense of seriousness to what you guys are doing. See, Lana has no seriousness to it. She's always laughing and giggling and goofing around. So it doesn't, she's not committed to the moves, which in turn then makes me kind of uh, you know, lost and wanting to go to the dessert table.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you, I hear you. Now, so. let's, let's take it to the next level though and let's discuss the, the slow dance because and I know you're right there with me, being married to a beautiful woman as we are, top five most enjoyable things in my life is a slow
2: dance with the lady. It's nice. It, it yeah, is nice. nice.
0: And, so, and my question to you is do you move much at all? And where are the hands during the slow dance? It's a good is
2: question. I, good question. It, it's, a, it's, it's not even a move. I'd call it a sway. Is and it a
0: side to side sway? or are we spinning at all? No, spin?
2: A, no, no it, it's very slow. But like the rainbow
0: room? And what? what is that? <laughs> like the rainbow room? Is there a slow 360 turn while you're dying?
2: or is it just a side to side it's a side to side i think it's all about the hand placement during the uh, slow dance
0: i agree what's your take on with one of the hands on the ass even at a wedding even with family
2: oh you know what i like to do is i take the fingertips to the lower back and the my middle finger is on it's like right at the crack of her ass there. You ever put it yeah. there? It's like, it's yeah. there, but it's not. It's not too disrespectful, but you got it right there. And uh, how nice is it, though, for a woman's arms to be just resting on your shoulders as her, like, fingers kind of intertwine behind your neck there? Oh,
0: oh. Only one having a better time than you is her, <laughs> right? Right? Don't you feel that way about your woman? She's just so there. And now, where do you stand with the makeout during the slow dance?
2: It's a tough you... move, man. You... I don't think you do a full-blown makeout. I think a you. A kiss I at any. I think you kind of. Yeah, you peck through it. Uh, you know, like a nice little soft kiss maybe two or three times during the dance, but to fully do a make-out in the middle of the dance floor? What is this, prom Edward. No,
0: are drunk? No, when I say make-out, I mean lip-to-lip, to lip, no tongue, but extended period. Maybe it's three, four seconds of hard-pressed lip-to-lip, you know, like a love boat kiss.
2: Yeah, no, that's totally acceptable on a dance floor with family and just to kind of show, hey, I just feel sorry, and and we've talked again about this. I'm sorry I'm revisiting old topics, but I'm updating what the what the content is here. Uh, it sounds like you, Jackie, Lana, and I have these relationships, and and we felt, you know, like every time we go somewhere, it's like. We look at other people and how they behave, and, like, why are they together? It ain't, you know, we're sitting there, we're joking around, we're smiling, goofing around, and they look at another couple, and they look like mopes, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I feel sorry for those people.
0: But if you look over at another couple, and they're at a table, and they're sitting there talking husband and wife about how many Pokemon they caught that night, you know, if, if that's what rocks their boat, then that's great too, man. But it's just overall when we look around, we just, I just like you and me. We don't see a lot of people having a good
1: time, yeah. whatever
0: that whatever that good time is.
2: I hear you, man. I hear you. It's uh, and how you have a good time is a nice slow dance. <laughs> wed in doubt, go to a slow dance. However, Lana and I didn't even dance the whole time. We were kind of separated a lot during the wedding you ever get separated and you're talking to your group she's talking to her group and then you kind of reconvene at the end of the night yeah there was a lot of that going on at this wedding
0: there's a good there's a pro and con to that i mean the, the con is of course you know you're not spending a lot of time with your wife and you'd love to but the pro is when you do get back together Oh, is locked and loaded with gossip that'll last all through Oh,
2: God, it's the best. (laughs) Yeah. You talk to him?
0: What do you have to say? What do you say? So is his wife really, is that true? Is that true about his wife? Oh, my God.
1: Holy shit.
2: Is there something you say to Jackie when you got gossip? Like, uh, is there like a code word or is there like... My code word is, I'll, uh, first of all, it's... It's always stories. That's that's over text. It's stories? Question mark. Meaning, like, do you have stories? Second word is, I got a bomb, and then <laughs> I'll come home with the bomb. <laughs> meaning, I got something. I got to really tell you. I got. I got a bomb.
1: It's a bomb. He's got a bomb. <laughs> oh, what? I
0: know. I got. <laughs>
2: the fuck just happened? I
0: said, I'm I said, no, I doubt that that a bomb is a bombshell one. But yeah. I mean, I've made that mistake where I've gone into Kevin James's room and I was like, bro, you're going to die when you read what we just wrote. I actually went into him once and said, don't drink anything while you read what I give you because you're going to spill it. Wow. <laughs> like meaning that it's going to be that funny. You know, then he didn't spill it, so... We <laughs> yeah, because
2: you prepped them for it.
0: it. Well, that's what I'm saying. You say you got a bomb. Yeah, and well, I got a bomb.
2: Couldn't... I know it's going to be a great story. But wait, hold on, Lana. What are you? What are you doing down there? We are going to do this entire
1: step again. So do it with me. Five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight is out here. So let's go ahead and
2: try this step to music, please. What I like about the house, though, it's nice yeah. is nice uh, is we have that distance that we didn't have for the last two years, you know, kind of on top of each other. And yeah. now I could kind of get lost or she could get lost in, in her own little thing, which is a nice little, nice little option.
0: Oh, absolutely, man. What are you kidding um, me? Yeah, it's nice, man. It. So you know what part I like about that, having a big house, is... It's big enough, and you know this now too. Being back home, sometimes Jackie'll call my name, and I hear it, but I'm far yeah. enough away that I could make a legitimate argument that I didn't hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And then you kind of do that. Is I gonna fade away? And then you hear another Pete, and you're like, Ah, that ain't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Other times it's a fade away where whatever she needed, she don't need me now. You know, so it goes both ways. <laughs> So glad you're back in your house, bro. So glad. Yeah,
2: so nice. So nice. So what do you got? Let's uh, do a little Italian take. We'll wrap it up.
0: Italian take. Italian take. Let's wrap it up. Lou, give us some Italian take. Well, here it is. People new to the show, which they're coming in by the droves, bro. Uh, They are. Italian take is uh, when we take things from the news, usually. And then we uh, give our own little uh, what-do-you-think take on it. Uh, First one, got to start with. Only have about four, maybe five. First one is... uh, Politics, man, uh, gotta address it. It's out there. It's uh, going on right now. So Russia has just come out and said that, uh, especially some big dogs in Russia, have publicly said that Donald Trump is the only answer from America's side to help stop the nuclear tensions between Moscow and Washington, D.C. My question to you, if you were running for president, Is it a good thing or a bad thing to have Russia wanting you to be the guy? Your take, bro.
2: Yeah, it's almost like the mob kind of wanting you to do them a favor, and then they're going to call you when they want a favor. Yeah, like if you were running for president,
0: if you were Trump, would you call Russia right now and be like, tone
1: it down?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'd go, yeah, you guys want to back off a little bit? All right? Yeah, have and you stop meddling in the, in the election? <laughs> well, why don't you go watch
0: a James Bond movie and then you'll realize you ain't doing me no favors right now, right? <laughs> America doesn't care what yeah. Russia said.
2: I don't know, uh, man. The, the Putin over there—he's—he's uh, he's one to watch. You gotta—you gotta play your cards right with that guy.
0: Well, overall, if you were interviewing Trump, if you were friends with Trump, and you were literally talking to him privately, and he was going to be completely honest, yes or no, are you, yes, it's good or bad, no, Donald, that uh, Russia is publicly saying you should win? you think he'd be like, it's good or it's bad? Uh,
2: I think it would be bad for for Trump to have that out.
0: I, I agree. Okay, moving on. Here we go. Just sort of thing with Halloween right about around the bend. The website had the top number one most haunted spot in each state, state by state. Not going to bother going through them all. One through yours because you're in California and it's some Queen Anne hotel in San Fran. But my question to you, Italian take, are there ghosts, bro?
2: There are ghosts. There's something to be said about that. I've been at the comedy store and definitely felt that presence in the main room. uh, Not that I saw a ghost. I just felt like somebody else was there with me. Uh, So there is something to be said about ghosts. Do you believe it? No, not at all. I'm not saying like a boo, a ghost or whatever. I'm saying like an energy or a presence around you that you might be in the uh, company of something that's...
0: That's that's, that's a Democrats way of saying that they believe in
1: ghosts. There's a guy totally disruptive, throwing punches. We're not allowed to punch back anymore. I love the old days. You know what they used to do to guys like that when they were in a place like this? They'd be carried out on a stretcher, folks. I mean,
0: are
2: you a ghost guy or not? What do you mean a presence? (laughs) In a particular place that's haunted, I believe there might be some ghosts, yeah.
0: All right, all right, let me ask you a question then. Let me ask you a question. If there is a hotel, okay, you're in England, hypothetically, some old hotel in London, and I don't know if money's on the line or whatever, there's two hotel rooms next door to each other, one regular hotel. The other room right next to it, <clears throat> seven people were murdered, a whole family. The father killed everybody and then killed himself as he tried to get away and couldn't, knew he couldn't. Um, could you sleep in that room? I leave the country. <laughs> it happened. It happened 20 years before you. These people were murdered and killed in this room, and you still couldn't sleep in couldn't do it. Room.
2: Couldn't do it. I would, I would still feel that I could detect uh, what had happened in the room. I wouldn't feel comfortable. Couldn't do it.
0: I, 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 I mean, let's be completely honest about this. If I had been writing all night, like sometimes we do in, in this, for the this show, and I walked in, there could be blood stains on the wall from where the seventh person almost got out. And as long as the bed is new, even a $100 special from Ikea, I'd probably fall asleep at some point. Like, you don't think
2: you'd... Don't you think you'd be so exhausted that eventually you'd fall asleep? Yeah, you would, but it'd just be hell trying to get there. And I'd rather do it in a room where no one died.
0: No, but you could physically sleep in that room.
2: Yeah, I could, I could sleep, but I just... It would be tough to get there.
0: What if there was a house that you loved... And you were just about to buy it, and they said the husband murdered his whole family in the basement uh, in 1952. And there's been 14 families that had wonderful times living here since then.
2: I well, don't there know are... something about a murder taking place and where I'm gonna reside, I got a problem with it. I got a problem. I with do it. too, I don't believe in ghosts, but I do too. I'm just saying, I know that I'd be in the basement Doing my laundry, and I'd look up, and I'd see a couple specks of blood, and going, oh, "I gotta get the hell out of here." Like that oh wasn't they wasn't washed off.
0: Oh my god! Can you imagine, bro? <laughs> well, you find you find like they never found the knife, and then you are redoing the basement, and you find the knife. Oh man,
2: whatever it might be, I I would have that Ooh, luck where I'd find like a fingernail or something. Oh, oh, God!
1: Shit!
0: <laughs> Last question. Here we go. Wrapping up Italian take. Another fun show, bro. Another fun yeah. show. I'm looking it. They just had this thing online. High school, uh, actually, this one was college. College football game. That uh, What do they call it? Double A football? And a female kicker. And she was botched play. She caught the football and they laid her out. Laid her out. The question to you is, you're on a football team, you're coming down, the woman, there's a girl on the other team, you clearly know way ahead of the time before you're about to make that tackle, like two or three split seconds before, it's the chick. Is that going to have any effect on how hard you hit her?
2: Mm, I feel if you're on the playing field and you're playing the game, you have to treat everybody on that field as if they are an opponent, and you lay the woman out. You meet, you see that little ponytail dangling out the
0: back, and it's pink, a little pink ribbon on it, and you know without a doubt it's the chick. And I don't want to be misogynistic, but you saw before the game in the uh, flyer there that she's actually attractive. You're still going in full bore? I don't know. I think you think you are. I think you think you are, but your body wouldn't. I really think. Yeah,
2: you're right. You're right. I I couldn't lay her out. And then if you did lay her out, (laughs) you're going to help her up more than you would a guy? Nah, I don't know. I'm not that guy. I'd probably let up, tackle her. But who knows, man? Nowadays, women, you go and give her the best shot. They might not even fall down. Shit. I've seen these women at the gym, man. And... Over the last 10, 10 to 15 years, the woman, body, it's its unbelievable. I mean, the muscular, they look like uh,
0: they could take you out. Oh, yeah, no, there's a woman training in my gym in uh, Fredonia that's just uh, ripped, ripped, man. Uh, but I just feel like we can't mix our sports, man.
2: Yeah, I, I see that point, but I don't know. I feel if you're on the playing field, you uh, you do deserve the same treatment. Now, can I lay the woman out? I probably couldn't. I talk a big game. I probably couldn't. But
0: Well, let me ask you this. You're in college. You're single. She's single. You know she's beautiful. You lay her out. You're on top of a whole bunch of people on top of you, both. Face mask to face mask. Do you ask her out? Nah. not Not Na- on, not on nah. the playing field? Not on the playing field. Uh, not uh, during,
2: maybe during the,
0: There you go. There maybe, you go. Sebastian's progressive. Women can be playing with men. Their bodies maybe, are built for a now, and we won't ask you out.
2: Yeah, maybe on the handshakes after the game, uh, during the hand slaps. You know, everybody congratulating each other, sportsmanlike. Uh, come oh, by. I feel
1: like that's way more tacky. If I was the chick.
0: I would love to say my father's like, "Oh, how'd you to me?" Like he tackled me, Dad. Oh my God! There was like five people on us, and then he asked me out, and he asked me if I could breathe because everyone was on top of us. As opposed to coming down the line in between his boys, he looked at me and high five. Hey, can get your
1: number? I I find you attractive.
2: (laughs) No number to that. It's just more of a flirtatious handshake. Maybe you just. You, you, you leave the fin- you know you, you, you slap the hand, but you grab the little finger and then kind of you know, the trail off. You ever do that little trail off on the finger? No.
0: Oh man, this is a. Fa- I know we gotta wrap up, but what a question. You got a hot chick you're going against and you want to ask her out. The trail off on the finger. I, I'm sorry, bro. I do the tackle her. And go, I'm sorry I had to hit you as hard as I did, but let me make it up to you over some surfing time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know. Let's leave that for the listeners. Who, la- For the ladies that listen, if you were playing football, would you rather be asked out after I tackled you, politely apologizing, and offer you dinner, or the little handshake after the game as Sebastian did with the fade last finger touch? <laughs> Maybe a little whisper
2: of surf uh, and turf as I walk nah, along. Yeah, maybe a look, look back. You know, a little look back and a <laughs> wink. Come on,
0: <laughs> bro. Every single time I hang out with you, I have a ball, uh, brother. Thank fun, you.
2: It's fun. It's fun. I'm glad we got this back on. Uh, the ship is, the ship is sailing, and uh, we're having a ball. What, uh, what do you got? Do you got any shows coming up here? I know you're writing. and... You're in the writer's uh, room, and you're writing yeah, shows no, now.
0: I want to say this Monday we got a special uh, special show on Kevin James. I can't bring up the guests, but big time guest, but big-time guest. Big-time guest. Jim Brew is on that show, too. It's a fun one. So tune in. Check that one out. It's not Ray Romano. That's a different show. Uh, don't forget Stress Factory, New Brunswick, New, Br- New Jersey, the weekend of uh, Thanksgiving. And then I got some dates in the uh, December still on the books, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Irvine out in California. I'll keep you updated if that's going to change, man. Thanks again for everyone who came to Gotham. And one last thing. This coming Wednesday, October 19th, I will be back at Gotham for the Alzheimer's Fundra... Yeah,
2: yeah. Alzheimer's of America. Right?
0: Yeah, this coming Wednesday, I'll be back at Gotham for the Alzheimer's... I did it again, bro. What is it called? You, 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 for, you
2: forgot the, the name. You, you forgot the name of the Alzheimer's Foundation.
0: Oh God, that's ironic, right? Well, this is obviously an edit, but it's the, no way. Is it the foundation?
2: Yeah, no, Alzheimer's of America, isn't it? Is that what it is?
0: Yes, I'll be back at Gotham, October nineteenth. Please come down for the Alzheimer's of America fundraiser. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a great show.
2: We gotta check to see if that's the right one Listen, October Wait, am I there? It's next Wednesday Yeah I am there I'm in New York next Wednesday Come on I'm doing a corporate uh, Right there at the Time Warner building At 7 o'clock Oh no, no, no I'm still there, I'm doing the gig on Tuesday But I'm still there on Wednesday I'm going to a party Am I going to a party? (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah, we got to do a dinner. Maybe me, you, and the Mazzilli brothers will go and get some Greek food.
0: Oh, that would be fantastic. No lamb for me, but, yeah, we are definitely hanging out. Oh, perfect. perfect. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, what's up with you?
2: What's up with me? Um... Let me see here. Uh, November 4th, Rochester, New York. You could come see me there and Pete's dear friends. Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: November 5th at the uh, Modell Performing Arts Center in Baltimore. November 18th, Poughkeepsie. November 19th in Syracuse. Go to SebastianLive.com for more tour information. Uh, and that's it, bro. Thanks for, uh, thanks for hanging with us. And we will see you guys next week.
0: Yeah, good hanging. And by the way, we're only a week and a half away now from some big, big
2: news, right? Big, big news coming your way. Week and a half away. Can't say anything. Don't want anybody to to get uh, first win of this. We'll be announcing it on the podcast, not even on any social media platform. It will be announced right here on The Pete and Sebastian Show. Wow. Great hanging, brother. Take care. Later.
1: The show has ended.
2: I mean, no, nobody in their family knows what they're doing when it comes to the dance floor. I mean, no one, from, from Lana to her brother, her sister can't do shit on the dance floor, her kids lost. The whole family looks like they've been electrocuted when they go on the dance floor.